Welcome to the 115 Miles Christmas Special. We start this episode off by breaking down the three greatest Christmas songs ever, during which Hass highlights just how bad his music taste is again. We then look at why the Band-Aid Christmas song is the worst of all time. We then look at Christmas and how it might look this year, what we think's right about it, what we think's wrong about it, everything to do with COVID and the restrictions and what that means for us as people. We then look at the things we'd love to leave in 2020 and talk about the things that we'd like to take with us into 2021 before finishing with our usual reasons to be cheerful. We really enjoyed recording this episode and we like, hope that you enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. If you haven't yet left us a review, then please make sure that you've done so and come and join us on Instagram at 115milespod. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. Living exactly 115 miles apart, our lives could not have been more different growing up, yet we find ourselves today as really good friends with many similar outlooks and perspectives. Join us on our podcast as we take a topical dive into life, work, culture and everything in between. Hassan, it is the one, I'm labelling this anyway, the 115 miles Christmas special. So very Merry Christmas to you. You've got a bit of a Christmas shirt on today, haven't you? I, I thought I'd yeah, throw a bit of red on just to go a bit old uh, Santa Claus, St. Nick Claus. Actually, I'm going a little bit off topic already, but after the last podcast, we said, oh, we should make this a Christmas one. We should, uh, I think you actually said Christmas jumpers, right? For this, for this one. <laughs> I did, yeah. And then you text me or we spoke on the phone over a week ago. So over a week ago, you claimed already you weren't going to have time to get any Christmas jumper sorted for today. Yeah. So you had over a week. So have you been that busy or were you bottling out of wearing a Christmas jumper hat? It's, I've been that busy, Josh. Just right. running the empire. Is the Christmas, <laughs> the shops are miles away and you live remote, I suppose. Do you? No, you I haven't live. been to a shop. Honestly, I haven't been to a shop in about three months. Cool. And you're in the only spoke. shop I go to is my, my local uh, supermarket. Right. Pick and your internet's broken. Russians. Up. You can't just quickly Amazon Christmas jumper, click buy, send to you in a couple of. You can listen. No, I haven't even it. sorted out my family's presents. I'm not going to prioritize the Christmas jumper just so Josh can feel good on our last <laughs> podcast day. I bet you on Christmas Day when the kids open the presents, you are the type of dad where the little ones go, "Ah, oh, Dad, thank you so much for this," and you go, "What? What did we get you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, already. come on, man. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. So sometimes could be dancing pretty close to the truth, but no, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm good. I'm no. We're in. We're in cohoots. Oh, on that. I bet you're like. No, on family. the Christmas jumper thing, I just uh, I deprioritized it. I said no to say yes. I'm sure I covered that in one of our podcasts oh, this year. Fucking hell. what? Yeah, that you. Well, I think it was the. When you decided you didn't have time to do the podcast, your next reasons to be cheerful was uh, saying no to the podcast last week. You know week. what? I, I am a master of the reframe. You know that I just, I, I can reframe anything into a positive outlook. I was actually in Tesco's looking at Christmas jumpers to oh, get yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I. I That's I, probably I, why you lost 3 0 on your derby at the weekend, isn't it? Because yeah, your yeah. mind was elsewhere thinking yeah, about Christmas it, jumpers. Well, it when I see a Christmas jumper, it makes my whole body go crazy. I could never wear a Christmas jumper. I was going to buy a Christmas long sleeve t-shirt. I can't, I'm, I don't do knitwear. I'm not a fan, but also there's not much knit in those wares, right? Is there? Like they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're normally just like basically plastic, aren't they? they? They normally are. Have you ever seen the one, the Tesco Valley one? They're just, you know, the Tesco Valley with the blue stripe. Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen it, that one. It just says Tesco Value Christmas Jumper on it. I love it. I haven't seen That's... it this year, but I've seen it before. Anyway, Hass, 115 miles. I don't know how we got there. The 115 miles has become synonymous for, for, for deep and meaningful conversations this year in our first ever year, 2020. And I think no conversation more so than the conversations around music. So today I want to start by diving in and between the two of us, and I've put you on the spot here because as you know, we don't do any prep. Uh, I think between us, I want to get the top three Christmas songs 
oh, down and and okay. locked in. And I'd also like to at least pick the worst Christmas song ever, or maybe a couple of the worst Christmas ones. So let me ask you, what's the first good Christmas song that comes to your head? Don't think about it. Just tell me the first one that comes out of your out of your mind. Driving home for Christmas. Chris what? Rea. That's your favourite one. It's, it's in. Yeah, it's probably up there. Definitely up there. You've ruined this. What? Listen, away. listen. You judge straight away. I don't want to play this game anymore. What, your what? face said it all. Do you know the irony is? Um, I've always lived in London. I've never driven home for Christmas, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I always get touched by it. Like you know, being absent and then turning up. I, sh- I wish I'd worked on like a deep sea oil rig or something. That would be perfect. You know, go from the end of Scotland just to drive back down to London. But no, I like that very much. I don't know why. I know it's cheesy. I know it's not everyone's favourite. Um, what about you? So you're putting that out there. That so you're throwing that out there as your favourite one because between I want between the three of us between the three of us is only. That's me, you and... Yeah, who's the other one? Me, you and, and the voice and in your, my head. And your, and your alter ego as well. Yeah, yeah my, I want the top three songs. So driving home for Christmas is going to be... Well, look, nice. listen, we're, we're, you know, there may be a process of elimination, but let's just throw that in for the time being. What else you got? My favourite one growing up when I was a kid that used to really get me, like, going is the Slade one. Yeah. Do you know what? You're looking at me blankly. Do you know what I mean? Of course I know the Slade one. It's I just, just I was just thinking, I haven't heard it this year at all. I've heard other ones, but I haven't heard that one yet. That's what, you haven't got Heart Christmas Radio as your main radio station in the car? No, no, we don't. We don't really. We just have this one playlist that just keeps going round and round on uh, on Alexa. You're not listening to Christmas songs yet? We are. Did I say that? I didn't say that. Well, I just said I'm not listening heard, to Heart. But you haven't heard Slade yet, so... You're not, not, what, you just got driving home for Christmas on repeat? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Daddy, can we listen out. to, no, no, <laughs> driving home for Christmas again. Yeah, no, that's it, on repeat, constant. Uh, no, I just haven't heard that one yet. Um, but maybe that, that they start to roll that out a bit closer to Christmas. No, they're rolling Christmas. it out now. You're just not listening to the Christmas radio. All right. I've been, I just, didn't I just say I've been really busy? Oh, Couldn't get a Christmas mate. jumper. Mate, when does Christmas start for you? It's December the 15th today. Listen, Christmas started early this year. Well, it didn't because you're not listening to Christmas songs. You, you, you're, I too am. Busy, you're too busy to buy a Christmas jumper. <laughs> That's true. I, I am Ebenezer Scrooge, aren't I? <laughs> I am a Christmas carol. What's, uh, what's, um, like I didn't know. I, I, I think that's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. When he shouts, yeah. it's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. That proper. And it's the just beginning a bit of obvious, it. Bam, but then bam. you're a bit obvious. But the beginning of it's good, and it like gets you pumped. What yeah. about um, the the Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York? I do love it. I do love I, it. I love that. So I'm actually a Pogues fan in general. So I've been to see the Pogues live anyway. Yeah, I'm oh, brilliant. Uh, so the Fairy Tale of New York is definitely up there. I think it's still my number one. I mean, I know it's played and played and played, but that's kind of all Christmas songs anyway, right? I think that is still my number one, followed what, the by Pogues. Yeah. Okay. Followed by, so, yeah. So you're putting. I think we both agreed. We both agreed. I think that's still number one. I'll just always get going. What and also, about- there's an Irish. There is an Irish uh, vibe in the house anyway. So. Uh, oh yeah, because your your wife's yeah, family Aaron. is yeah, yeah yeah. It's probably Joe Biden's favorite one as well. Do you think? Probably is. Yeah. Probably is Uncle Joe. Yeah, yeah. His teeth make up for Shane McGowan's teeth. Today. <laughs> I don't know why we're bringing dentists. They just cancelled cancelled them out. You happy with his teeth? Joe Biden's, yeah, not mm. Shane McGowan's. When I went no. to see the Pogues live, Shane McGowan was steaming drunk, like proper falling all over the place, slurring the words, uh, couldn't sing drunk. We we saw him in a pub in Highgate once, and he was the same. <laughs> well, just drunk, yeah. Just drunk, yeah. He used to live above the pub. I forget the name of it. I saw him at Guildford uh, Folk Festival. I'm a regular folk festival goer, Hass. I was Cambridge you're a, Folk... You're a, folk, you're a folksy kind of guy. I, yeah, I am, yeah. Cambridge Folk Festival was my stomping ground, mate. Well, I know you used to do a lot of stomping, but did you do it at Cambridge Folk Festival? <laughs> That's terrible banter. I can't believe I laughed I at it. I know, it's awful. With the Pogue song, let's just do the quick yearly debate that comes up with it while, while we're here. Do you know what I'm... Yes, you know what, I do, yep. All right. So, what's your opinion on it? Should should the word be blanked out? No. Why not? Just because uh, if you do that, then you have to 
blank every word uh, that is a, f- you know, that is, okay, let me, let me, co- let me come back. Yeah, because I, I want to just pick you up on what you was about to say then. We do, don't we? Every word that is offensive in the songs get blanked out. When they're played on radio. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that because when I listen to it, I don't listen to censored versions. So when I listen to like hip hop and stuff like that, so. Oh, parental advisory. Oh, you gangster. Oh. Go on. No, on. no, I'm, I'm trying to have a serious we've esta- conversation. We've established you don't listen to the radio, Hass, all right? <laughs> or your, ki- your kids just have to put, put up with you putting cassettes on in the car. This is daddy. This is daddy circa 1999. Listen to this beat. What's that, dad? It's a cassette. <laughs> um, uh, no, no. Actually, I didn't think about it. I was thinking like we don't uh, we don't censor words, but we do on radio. So in yeah. that case, yes, it should be probably. Yeah. I what think do you think? Should... Yeah, I, I do think it should be. I do think it should be. I, I can't see any argument for why it, shouldn't be really one of the well, arguments. Well, they should overdub it to maggot. <laughs> no, she says maggot, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. That, you can't, the, you yeah. can't just, it's the word that rhymes with maggot. You can't yeah, just say maggot no. twice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why you were a DJ and never an MC. Um, <laughs> I, look, one of the arguments for why they shouldn't dub it out, a, a lot of people say, is that she's talking about a character. So she's not actually using it in an offensive way. If that's the case, then we can sort of swear and use offensive terms all of the time, as long as we're not using them in a certain way. So that doesn't really make any sense. Um, I uh, Look, I don't particularly find it offensive because I know the way that it's being sort of sung. Uh, however, I'm sure that there are people that could find it offensive. So I just yeah. think uh, I just think that if we're going to, we either say, if if it's not if a word's not being used in an offensive way, then we won't dub it out. In which case, we need to bring loads of sort of offensive. Well, then it becomes about context, and we've had a conversation about context. And then it and it's subjective. What doesn't offend you might offend me, even though exactly. And, and then actually, and then and then you get like, you then you get the extremists on either side saying, "Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant this," you know. And so I think you just got to have a rule and stick to it. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. So we're we're happy for it to be, and I think if you get like people get really angry about it, it, it mm. it's a conversation that comes up on Twitter. Like it has done for the last few years. I think mm. like Radio One have blanked it out on Radio One, but not on Radio Two or something, or vice versa, oh, or something right. like that. Yeah, for the for so, the highbrow listener. Yeah, but you get like people get proper angry about it being dubbed out. Do you know what I mean? And like I just think we'll just dub it out. We all know what it is, so I don't know why it would anger you so much. It's, you know, when people talk about the nanny state and stuff like that, I I do want to revisit the context conversation a little bit later if we get a chance, because there's, there, there's something that I really, uh, if we didn't do the podcast, I would have asked you about it ages ago. And yeah. actually, while we're here, just so that people know, so that listen to know, because this has been like our first year, right? And I think, we, you know, as a podcast, we've evolved since when we first came about in, when did we come about, Hass? March, April, May? Yeah, April. April, something like that. We've evolved, but people often ask me how much prep we do and like, and stuff like that. Like, do we have a conversation and talk about what we're going to talk about? Uh, just so the listener knows, how, how much prep have you done for today? <laughs> zero. Like, like literally, literally zero. Literally zero. Yeah. yeah. And I think just so that the listeners, the people that listen know, the way that we do this is we alternate it in weeks in terms of one week I'll bring, it's like, so it's this my week this week. And the only prep I've done for this week is I've written down like three, four. Christmas, Chris, give has shit about Christmas jumper. <laughs> I didn't write that down, actually. That I wasn't going to come into that. But then because you sort of limped in with a red shirt, like you said, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then you've like sort of half done it. Yeah, trying to be someone for everyone, and instead of being yourself, uh, because you. Do uh, you know what? I to be honest, I thought I put a shirt on. I looked in my wardrobe. I thought I'm going to pick a shirt. There was a red one. Well, one with a bit of red in it. I got, you know, meetings afterwards. I thought kill two birds with one stone. I oh, I can picture you in your bedroom this morning pulling out the red shirt, driving home for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. To bring it back to what we're saying, uh, carry on, so, mate. So you I, know the, I don't know, know the rest of the words. I don't. I no, don't. no. Does he say something about being on an oil rig? Do you know something? Um, this has plagued me my whole life. I've got the worst memory for song lyrics. 
I can listen to my favorite song for 20 years and I still don't know the lyrics. When you're singing it, do you um, just say words yeah. that are like wrong? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And then um, I've tried to see if it's a genetic pass down. Um, and my daughter's all right. They can remember song lyrics. My son is terrible. Robin mm. can't remember song lyrics at all. So it's, it's a thread running through the males of your family. Yeah. And Mel Patton boarding us as well at some uh, point. So. What's your wife like at song lyrics? Yeah, better. Good. S- yeah. S- strong on that side. Maybe you're not very good at song lyrics because you've only ever really listened to dirty beats from the 90s. Yeah. No- <laughs> drill. <laughs> no lyrics, I only listen to just- drill. No. <laughs> and I can't understand it. Um, nah. I don't know. I think I've never put the effort in. You know, you've got like, I think you've got to train the muscle. I've never I'm, been good I'm, at it. I'm actually, uh, uh, I don't, I'm going to throw this out here. I think I'm quite good with lyrics. At remembering. I've got a terrible memory. I don't really remember anything, but lyrics, songs come on and I'm pretty. Uh... It's, it's funny memory because I've got a good memory for certain things. I've got a great memory for faces uh, uh, and, and stuff like that. But I just, yeah, I just can't remember song lyrics. And it's really like, I could never go to the front of a concert. You know, when like you're supposed to be a super fan. And then you're like supposed to be singing the song and then they, and then sometimes they put the mic over to the crowd and oh, I'd never be able to do so that. So you wouldn't have been able to do what Matey Boy did with, um, yeah, with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, that was, man. That, that was, that was classic Glastonbury, wasn't it? <laughs> so good. Imagine was, being him. Cause he was only a young lad, isn't it? And oh, so even good. the hat company of the hat he was wearing got in touch yeah. and were like, can we use it for the advert and that? So good. That's a yeah. tune as well. Yeah. Old it school so- beat mind on it. That yeah, it's been around for a while. None, yes, exactly. I um I do prefer beats and melodies though rather than lyrics. I know a lot of people are like down into lyrics and what they mean and all that stuff, but I've definitely been more into the beats and melodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a DJ, aren't you? I don't know about that. I'm I'm a lyrics guy. See, I'm a, I'm a very like get me into the lyrics. I can really like a song without liking a song just because I like the lyrics. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I was trying to tell people about the way that we prep for this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. But just so that, so that people do know as a way of like a bit of an insight into 115 miles, for example, like today I've brought up this Christmas song. I didn't say to you, Hass, uh, when we record this podcast, think about your Christmas songs because you come in blind. And it's the same with, you know, when we have these and we have some really good conversations about um, race is one that's probably been a common feed for all this we've talked about covid and all the different things that come up in the media the only prep that we might have is when something happens in the news and we're having a conversation that night we'll say i don't want to talk about this yeah because we save it for the podcast um so you know the pauses and all the different you know the moments of silence that we have when when i ask you a question you know, when I ask you about your favorite Christmas song, the reason you've come up with something so shit like driving home for Christmas is because I put you on the spot. How can you judge like that? Like, I'm never going to play these games anymore. Like, because if you're if you're judging uh, the fact that I like what is an absolute classic at Christmas, driving home for Christmas, right, makes you think about being on an oil rig and not living at home with your family. <laughs> yeah, it does, <laughs> and and it just makes me appreciate presents much more. Not presence, or I mean, being present. Being present, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which we found out at the moment, you're not. So, um, so we've got the we've got the Pogues driving home for Christmas and Slade. Have you got? Do you want to throw any more into the mix? Um, what's it? Was is it Merry Christmas, everyone? That's a good one. No, it's not. That's just no, it's not. Do you know what actually just come into my head? Why? What do you did you mean? No, it's not a good song. Yeah, it's just what, 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 what song? What, Mary, how's it go? I was just about to say Mary Christmas. No. no. I was just about to say Merry Christmas in long form. Merry Christmas, everyone. Paul McCartney. Merry Christmas, everyone. That one. I don't know what you mean. Okay. Do you like um, Mariah Carey? They reckon it might be number one this year. Yeah, it's not been number one before. Um, Mm. I'm sort of sick of it, to be honest. It's on the Oh, it's a good one, though. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm not, not a fan. Uh, what about the, I like the Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Well, oh, the Bruce Springsteen version. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now you're talking. That's good, man. All right. Good. right. So I think we've got. Pogues, Bruce. Yeah. Driving home for Christmas. I think. I mean, I'd have that. I'd have yeah. that, but 
Let's have four then. And then, so two we've both agreed on. No, we're not having four. Well, the point is that you will it all, right, all right then, seeing as, um, seeing as I'm, the, the, I'm the guest on your hosting version of uh, this podcast, I should get it. So driving home for Christmas. So driving home for Christmas, the Pogues, and uh, then it's between Slade and Bruce. I think Bruce needs to go in. I do as well. So Pogues number one, driving home for Christmas, and then Bruce in third. Yep. Uh, what's the worst Christmas song ever? I know the one I think it is. Lobby. <laughs> did he do He did a Christmas song, didn't he? He Lobby, did Lobby, do a Christmas Lobby. song, That one, yeah. that one, that one, whatever that one was. Uh, Lobby, I, Lobby, think, Lobby. I think there's a worse one. <laughs> go on. I think Band-Aid, do they know it's Christmas? Oh, come on. I think it's a horrendous song. I think li- we talk about lyrics. When you listen to the lyrics of it, it's disgusting. It should be banned. It should be more banned than the word in the Pogue song. <sighs> Oh man, that's that's like a classic. That's like a grow. That's like you can't mess with that. Why is it? Oh, we're going down that road, are we? Why? Why? Just because it's existed for a long time and being long and loved. Don't don't write. So we sang it when I was at school. We sang it in like school assembly. So it's always had a little bit of a special place in my heart. But it wasn't until a few years ago. It was. It came up on Twitter, right? The the big debate. Somebody there was like a bit of a viral post about how it's an awful song and the lyrics. When you start to listen to the lyrics, it's so like uh, westernizing. Oh, it's so bad. It like Bono, who is an absolute. I can't stand. Do you like you two? Nah, no. Nah. Oh, I hate you. I hate Bono. I see. No, 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 no. I quite like early you two. Hate Bono. Have you seen that? There used to be that T-shirt. HateBono.org. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like Bono. I don't like any of those kind of. Um, uh, like virtue signaling front men, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. Chris Martin. Yeah. yeah, he but got a Christmas I, song as well, and oh, it's crap. Of course it is. Um, yeah, but I do like like early U two songs. All right. Let me ask up, you. Uh, go go on. on. No, go on and ask me a question. I was going to move us away from music and into favourite Christmas movies just because we're in, we're in that zone. Okay, well, let's just finish this one then by saying that the worst one ever is Band-Aid. Oh, um, no, you haven't explained why. No, no, you haven't explained why. The, other... Like, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Are you okay. having that line? No, that's, that's... There won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. There, that, that is a line in there. <laughs> All right, I'll let you do, have it. Do they, I'll let you know, have it. Do they you know it's Christmas time at all? The only way it could be worse for you is if they mentioned um, Boris Johnson in it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then no, that just... He probably loves it because that's his stance, isn't it? Like, oh, look at westernized white people. We're just, oh, the poor people in Africa. We grew up on that shit and we've sort of moved past that a little bit. Uh, okay, fair enough. But I think. The world has learned a lot since those days as well. They probably thought they were doing good then. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, yeah. I And they raised a lot of money. Yeah, they did. And so you, you know. So I'm calling it the worst Christmas song ever. Jimmy Savile raised a lot of money, mate. (laughs) (laughs) What? He did. No, that's true. Yeah. That's... (laughs) He's I don't there. know why you brought that up now, but right there. very different context. Yeah, but I mean, it's the worst possible version of what you're talking about. Um, worst Christmas, no, best Christmas movie ever. For me, yeah. it's not even a Christmas movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie, but I, abs- I watched it the other day. And I love it. And we always watch it at Christmas. I know you're not going to let me have it, but Planes, Trains and Automobiles is such a brilliant movie. Never seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. Mate. Oh, it's a classic. It's, it's not even a Christmas classic. movie. Sort of festive. No. Uh, My favourite Christmas movie, it's not a Christmas movie, it's just a movie, is um, Snatch. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. It's a bit like a sort of gangster movie, but I saw it the other day and I think it's brilliant. Uh, well... <laughs> You you brought this conversation up and then you. I have this. I have. I've, I have had this exact same debate with my eldest daughter, who doesn't let me have this movie as a Christmas movie. So well, bright, she's bright. All right, 
She is bright, unlike you. Um, okay, favourite Christmas movie. I'm asking you first. Uh, the Snowman. Is it called that? Is that your favourite Christmas movie? We're walking in the air. That one. I used to have it on VHS. I used to watch it all the time when it was coming near Christmas. That one. Um, was they show it at school, didn't they? Quite a lot. That was the that was the kind of thing that would happen. That would that that, that would definitely start signalling Christmas was coming. Yeah, and that when, came on. Yeah, yeah. P- yeah. Proper film. Proper. That used to get me. That when I was a kid. Obviously, there's the Alf one. You, you use the word obviously like well, anyone. Alf, you know, what? You don't know about Alf? I, I know Alf. Santa, I know I, him. I know Alf, but I don't know anyone that watches the Alf Christmas movie. Actually, I don't think anyone talks about Alf anymore. Oh, behave, mate. It's one of the... Are you serious? I d- Did you I see don't... the thing in the news where the bloke met his biological dad and he went to meet him dressed as Alf? <laughs> no, really? Yeah, and the bloke was a bit like you and never really seen Alf. And just then it might just be a bit weird. Like, is this my son? <laughs> yeah, he was dressed as the alpha, being all stupid. Oh that's that's Sky's news, big story. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the snowman. Okay. So really? you're not having your thanks. What? Really? What? The What's snowman. So... Listen, what I've brought two Christmas films to the table so far. You've brought a Thanksgiving. Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. Still. Yeah. Okay. Still good classic. Show. So good. So good. Yeah, no, it's a good shout. It's and a very good film. Very, very good film. Always watchable. How do you um how do you feel about Christmas? How do you feel about uh to change change your gear here, but how do you feel about the fact that um we're opening the country back up for Christmas or whatever it is? I've got a couple of questions about Christmas actually. Okay. Uh, how do I feel about Christmas? I I think f- I'm thinking less about what you know, what we're not able to do and more about how excited I am just to spend it with, like just spend time with the family, you know, and just like properly chill with the family. How do I feel about um, opening it up? I think um, I'm sort of conflicted, Josh. I think, I think it's stupid in one respect because um, it's sort of like, well, why would you, why is this like, why is this little window so important when you've kind of suffered all year and there's been like these crazy impacts? Why does like Christmas matter? And then it does really say something about what this government sort of, you know, like what about other like Diwali or Eid or, you know, those other Mm -hmm. festivals that other, you know, members of society, you know, want to celebrate with their families and stuff like that. Why is Christmas any more special? Stop um, on that point a minute then before we go forward. Do you think okay. that, do you think that's fair? I don't think it's fair, Josh. I don't think it's fair. What? Because if you're going to do it for one... I mean, I guess the government is basically saying that this is a Christian country by, by doing something like that, you know? It, and I, 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 I agree with that to a degree... The only sort of argument I have, and I don't, I don't claim to be right or wrong here, and I'm just sort of exploring it. Our Christmas isn't. We don't celebrate Christmas in England as a Christmas. Uh, sorry, as a Christian thing, do we? I, I, I'm not. I won't be celebrating the birth of Jesus on Christmas. I will be using Christmas as a once a year national holiday that's become synonymous with this country rather than it being a christian celebration anymore i think it's evolved from that would is that do you not think that's fair i don't think it's fair actually because i like i that's that's maybe how you celebrate and many celebrate but it is it is because it is um it is because it is a christian holiday Mm. and um and a lot of people do celebrate it you know for that reason it's just at the end of the year that it also is you know a break and it's sort of it is it is kind of imposed break there are a lot of people that would rather not take the time off then and take it off around their own um festivals around their own holidays yeah when you put it um, like that i don't when you put it like that i absolutely agree with you yeah, yeah like the, the, the thing is look I, look 
this is this is a predominantly kind of um you know christian heritage country so i'm not suddenly trying to rewrite history but i just think um you know if you're gonna if you know there are there are significant uh uh, there is a significant population of m- Muslims, of Christians, of you know, uh, you know, Jewish people are cel- celebrate was recently celebrated Hanukkah. You know, there are other you know uh, religions that you know it's an important part of their annual uh, kind of life to come together at these celebratory moments. So why is it that they can't do that? You know, like it should be all faiths should be able to do it. Like you know. But then I guess, and the reason I'm torn is because I know that you can't, you know, um, do that for everyone. Um, and then I sort of, so the torn bit is like, it just, it doesn't make sense to just kind of try and live in a really restricted way and then just open it up. And then people are obviously going to, you know, you know, take the piss and just extend it and carry on and do whatever, which they've probably been doing anyway. Um, but then I think for the people that have been really, abiding by it and trying to do their best you know and do their part um for a lot of people it's an important part like you know for christmas is an important part of where their families get together celebrations families come together from like all over the all over the place so um uh so i think it's important and i think particularly for um older people you know who have had it really hard um Mm. this year like i think a lot of people are talking about kids and the impact on schools, that's their schooling. We've talked about, you know, the impact of it on adults and things like that. And actually how we're not that, um, we're not, you know, we're not that at risk. And yeah, and we've talked mm. about us, it being imposed on us and actually the risk is really minimal and all that sort of stuff. But I think um, the uh, older generation have really suffered this year. You know, if I just think about my mum and, um, you know, just complete loss of community, uh, loss of family, uh, just not being able to kind of do things, being at a high risk, you know, because of her age, um, just complete, you know, a year at that part of at that, you know, chapter of your life is much longer. You know, you yeah. don't have as much time to make it back up. So I think um, for people who are older and, you know, and Christmas is an important part of uh, their lives. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy for them. If yeah, they get a bit of time to celebrate with family and stuff. Yeah, and I sort of agree with you. So it's sort of, in a way, you've like you've answered both ends, and you you've sort of said yes. I'm really, I'm sort of happy that I get to sort of see my mum and 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 all that kind of stuff, and for for the sake of your mum more than anything. But you also also recognise that doesn't really make any sense in the context of where we're at does it i mean like that we're just going to be able to all of a sudden open up and have these uh sort of three days so it does kind of make a mockery of it but then you know they in another sense they also have their hands a little bit tied because i think if they said you're not allowed to go and see your family at christmas i think people just would anyway so perhaps by saying you know by doing it the way that they are they can try to I mean, actually, in the way that they've tried, it's become a little bit silly as well. There's an advert that keeps coming on the radio saying, leave all the windows open. Have you <laughs> heard that? Yeah, the, the, on Talk Sport Radio, the advert comes on. It's a government advert all the time saying, um, leave all the windows open. Protect your nan and leave the windows open. That means That's just like, so they're really worried about this... Um, yeah, that it you know being in a contained space just kind of makes it worse, right? Um, mm-hmm. Forget forget the term of it, but uh, so what do you think? I think I think in a way it's kind of irrelevant based on what I've just said because I think people are going to go and see their family anyway, and I think people are going to do it and they're going to be a little bit cautious. I think the problem that you've got is people are becoming tired of this now. The resolve is getting. Uh, it, it, it is shrinking from people. I think, you know, uh, I think the I'd love to know, and you'd never be able to know properly. I'd love to know the percentage of people that are actually following the rules to a T right now. I don't, I don't imagine there's many. I don't. And when I say following the rules to the T, I don't mean just going out and just completely flaunting them and breaking every single rules and going to raves or whatever. Yeah, I just mean like in general, I think people are probably sneaking in little things that they know they shouldn't be doing. I think that's probably happening on quite a large scale. Um, so I think it's 
it's I think the government are in a really difficult situation of it. I think they're in a really tricky space. To touch on the the kind of I think the way you I wouldn't change a word that you said in terms of exploring the different religions and the different celebrations. I think the problem that that you've got with that is that this is Christmas is more of a national holiday now, like in in, a, in this country, and I think that's the problem that you have. Though I would absolutely agree with everything that you said on, on that front. Um, I don't like uh, I don't like the way political figures are talking about it we're going to let you meet up for christmas but that doesn't mean that you should that's yeah very- well yeah this is the thing i was going to point us to which is a bit like when we were talking about when um when lockdown one happened and where actually the the government didn't put down kind of restrictions um or it was i can't remember if it was sort of around that like the early part where it hadn't said don't do this the beach um, was a prime the example. Beach, exactly, exactly. So so blaming people was a strategy and a tactic, particularly in the press and stuff like that. But then they weren't they weren't, you know, it wasn't against the law to do it. Uh, and it's a disgusting tactic, by the way. It's a is it the, that that tactic, when you break it down, is a tactic that's been used by awful dictatorships across throughout history. The whole like um when they said you can go out, social distance, eat out to help out, all that. But 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 if you don't follow the rules, yeah, and the, and the rates start going up again because of you not following the rules properly, that is that's awful leadership. It's that's, awful leadership. That's coming. You know, like you can see it. It's coming. It well, is. It's, it's, it's happened. It's coming in it. January. It's coming in January, mate. Yeah, and and what they, what they'll do over Christmas is that you know they'll blame us. You know, blame it all on us. I remember. I'm not comparing the two, but I've uh, I'm quite into like the reading about the Nazi Germany concentration camps and all that kind of stuff, right? And one of the ways that they controlled each of the huts where there was like up to like a hundred people living within this hut is they picked out one or two or three of them yeah. and said, yeah. if they don't behave in there, we're going to shoot you. Yeah. So they were scared for their lives. The people within the hut were scared for that their, you know, the, the the people that have been told they'd be shot if they don't behave. And so they didn't have to man any of the places, mm. right? It, they manned themselves through fear. Mm. And I, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just showing you that I'm, I think that highlights the that kind of tactic where, you know, we don't really know what to do here. So we're going to let you let you know and believe that if this messes up, it's your fault. Yeah. Well, and and you know, uh, that sort of ship your neighbor to, to kind of, to stay safe type of thing. That's like, yeah, that's, that, that became very prevalent, you know, during this year. Um, you saw yeah, Boris literally said it, didn't he? He literally yeah. said, if your neighbors are having a party, yeah, you should, you should shop them in. But then he'd come back and said, uh, only if it sounds like it's a big party, didn't he? Uh, Look, I mean, so I think um, what you'll see in the in the press coming out of January saying it, it will start to point uh, at, you know, you, you're going to see numbers going up because they're sort of going up already anyway. So mm-hmm. whether it's opened up for a few days or not, it's it's rising and it's rising quite quickly. So I think there's going to be a, a pretty big impact yeah. um, it, it, it coming into the new year. And the press is going to blame people for, you know, we brought it on ourselves, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think that is uh, just exactly what the government wants, really. Like, I think, you know, like you say they're caught between a rock and a hard place. I guess they uh, need to uh, be held to account for the way that they, it's not just this tiny little thing. It's the yeah. way they've handled this whole pandemic and it's been preposterous, absolutely yeah. terrible. When you... Uh, and then, and when you look at New Zealand, who are now virus-free, have you seen that? I, d- I haven't seen it. Was it? They're, so- com- they're completely virus-free, no restrictions whatsoever, apart from closed borders. Now, you, you know, you say that to people, and they go, "Yeah, but it's completely different. It's a big, it's more scarce, and all that kind of." Uh, and I get that, but the fact that they're virus-free and we're where we are shows, you know, that the difference in the kind of leadership and the way that they've gone about it. I do think that you can, you know, you can definitely point to that. You've also got the vaccine that's came out, which is, I think has inevitably left people, you know, put uh, people have taken their foot off the gas perhaps a little bit because the vaccine started getting rolled out 
very coincidentally to William Shakespeare first or second, wouldn't it? And I just think it's so good that there's a vaccine. Okay. Do I, are you are you buying that? Do I was that you good? You said William Shakespeare. Yeah, he got the. Did you not see that? No. The second it's, vaccine was went uh, out to. To, oh, the second right. man to have the vaccine was William Shakespeare. Wasn't it? Ah, okay, got you. Sorry, yeah, his name was William Shakespeare. Right. Uh, but yeah, and then we had Matt Hancock's absolute. I'm going to just say it as I see it. By the way, absolute shit show of a uh, thing on the telly, trying to cry. Real and tears, I, mate. They were real tears. I'm not having it. And I tell you what, it makes a, it's. It, you know, I see some. I see things. Or I see people on LinkedIn working in the same space that I do, saying how good it was for. And I am not having it. And I, I'm sorry, I think it's an abuse of power again to go on there and do, he wasn't crying. He wasn't crying. <laughs> no, no, it was, um, do you know, it's just clearly someone had said to him, like a, a, a press agent or something, like just, um, just show a bit of compassion, you know, just show a bit of empathy, you know, like this is the moment to do it. Yeah, uh, you could just tell, and so um, he just couldn't quite just figure out how to do that without doing fake uh, tears, you know. Uh, but it's just it was the way that he recovered enough in the moments to just land his point and then go back to like the emotion. It's a bit like I don't know a few years ago if you saw it, but it was when Theresa May was uh, prime minister. They had this. Um, uh, they had this conference that, you know, they do the annual, you know, conference, mm. party conference. And um, uh, they were all coming out and they had these like, uh, they all had these weird stances on stage. I don't know if you remember, but they all were like standing really weirdly. And and it turns out that someone had advised them about like how it looks to, you know, to, to, how to, to do a powerful looking stance, but they just hadn't quite worked it out. You no, know? So they, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, haven't seen I'll that. try to dig out the picture for you. Um, and it's just that it's just like they're so um, they're so like orchestrated, right? So um, and so when it comes and it's inauthentic, you know, for an in, for, clearly he's he's an inauthentic uh, kind of indiv- individual, and that was that it just just got showed up. Yeah, on live I, TV. I, I, I was thought it was appalling. Did you see just on that thing of how? Uh, trained in the moment they are. Did you see Boris have a little bit of a Barney with the medical advisor when he, the, the medical advisor, I forget his name, the dude, but he said, uh, he was talking about, do I think we'll just all chuck our masks away? There'll, there'll be a day and we'll just all go out and celebrate, throw our masks away and it'll be like a, the end of war party. No, I don't. I think there's lots of things that will carry on. And it went to Boris. Have you seen this? No. And he went and Boris goes, I mean, or, uh, or people will just, you know, want to get back to to normal and he like dug him out for it it was like no i'm not having it and then it went back to like boris went on to say a few more bits and uh it went back to matey boy and he was like uh, okay i'm just going to pick up on that because you've uh called me out and i like being challenged uh and, and 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 they had a little bit and when he did it boris put his hands and it stopped leaning on the thing you know he normally leans on the thing because he's got a stinking anger but he he put his hands in his <laughs> he put his hands on his pockets and sort of stood up and looked all shifty like he was, like he Not got himself happy. in a bit of trouble. Yeah, was, you have to, you have to look it yeah. up, mate. It's, it's yeah. worth having a look because, uh, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Uh, uh, we haven't talked about Brexit, and I'm not going to go there. Okay. Uh, so, 2020 has been. This is the, our last episode, so the listeners know this is going to be our last episode until January. We will be back in January 2021 with more topical debate. 2020, 2020 has obviously been a crazy year. Not, you, you can't give me the answer of COVID, uh, but what one thing, behavior thing, person, would you like to leave in 2020? Um, entitlement. Okay. I'll leave entitlement. And so entitlement is something, I, I don't know, it's really just... Uh, uh, come up a little bit for me in the in the in the last few days. I think it's the entitlement is. Uh, I mean, it's come up a lot in terms of um, the conversation around race and privilege, and uh, you know, not willing to uh, have certain conversations uh, about some about truths about society and things like that. Uh, and entitlement for me is basically. 
just people believing that they have this kind of this 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 position they have this you know like they haven't earned a right to um kind of have a conversation they just have this sort of opinion about things and uh and take the privileges and benefits so i would like to leave behind uh the the benefits of entitlement and entitlement i really i really like that one all right good and then let me ask you what one thing or place or person or whatever uh that's been that's happened in 2020 would you like to take into 2021 would you like to keep um so there's a lot to unpack uh it's hard to sort of separate a, 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 a thing. Look, look we, we've talked a lot about race this year. I want the conversation to not just be a thing of 2020. Mm. I think, and I want action. I want people to continue to be held to account. Um, I want to see more work done in the space of um, anti-racism um, uh, to, to kind of right the wrongs and, and just to relook at history. Um, I'd love to celebrate Steve McQueen as an absolute national treasure. Um, if anyone hasn't seen the Small Act series that has been on BBC, you really, really have to watch uh, every single episode. Every mm. single episode is, is it, for me, it's class. But the last one, um, which was on Sunday, um, called Education, it was just an absolute eye-opener for... Uh, for me, but I think a lot of people um, uh, around uh, some of the segregationist policies of the early 70s in terms of schooling, mm. um, but not surprisingly, um, not unsurprisingly for uh, for black people, you know, who understand this. And, and so um, I think Steve McQueen should be celebrated and uh, acknowledged for what he brings to uh, society. Good. I love that. So that we, we've got conversation. You'd like to bring the conversation into 2021 and Steve McQueen. Good. Just yeah. quickly, before we go on to the reasons to be cheerful, a little mention for a hero of yours that died this week. Can we mention, is, is it worth mentioning that? Gerard Julio? Yeah, no. Um, it's funny. Like 2020 has been a, a funny year. Like, like people, like, um, people are dying right and mm. it's almost like normalized death in a mm. in, in a in an uncomfortable way uh, but yeah Gerard Hulier was um uh, uh for us it was a really important you know manager at Liverpool and I think uh we brought a different kind of leadership and uh and and uh to the club and uh yeah no so I mean I, I mean it was a very sad moment this week too. Yeah, I only brought it up. I wasn't going to bring it up, but it was on the radio this morning and he sounded like, uh, you know, going beyond football, he sounded like quite an incredible man. Yeah. Actually quite an incredible human Yeah, um, as a person. So I just thought it was worth bringing it up. I don't know, it popped in my head. Uh, can I ask, that, before we move on, before we move on, can I ask you what you would like to leave behind in 2020 and then what would you like to take forward into 2021? You'd think that uh, the question being mine, I would have answers for both of them. Wouldn't you? I would, <laughs> uh, but I don't. Um, so, what would I like to leave in twenty twenty? I tell you what, I'd like to leave in twenty twenty: black and white polarized thinking. I really would like to get away from this. You've got to pick one, and the other one is the enemy. I think you know the vaccine has epitomized this. And I really, you know, I hate that even like through COVID, through the COVID thing, we've had to create a word, COVIDiots, which is just like, we, everybody reacts different in these circumstances, right? And I know there's some people that are just prats, but I think to like, when I hear people say that and like separate themselves as being better just because they have a, an opinion on something, the vaccine being a, a prime example, you, you, you know, you, you I would take the vaccine if they book me in tomorrow, I'd go and have it. Right. I'm just, I just sort of, I'm a little bit indifferent to it. I would think it's a bit strange and all that kind of stuff. And I just think to just label people that have got genuine fears around it as idiots and like the enemy and you're stupid and all that kind of stuff. I just think it's just ridiculous. Uh, and it happens with everything, you know, it was wear a mask or don't wear a mask. And anyone that's got a different opinion on it is the enemy. And I just hate that. Ramona's. 
yeah, Ramona's, yeah, that that kind, all that kind of stuff. I hate it. So all lives matter. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'd like, everywhere. I'd like, and uh, look, I think our podcast has been born out of that. By the way, I think our podcast is born out of let, let's go and have these tricky conversations and explore some of the nuance. And I, you know, not to blow our own trumpet, but without those conversations, you don't have progression and you don't get the change that's needed. And I think one thing that we do on, I've changed a lot of my opinions based on these conversations. So it's living proof and I change them in the moment. You know, we, we, we talk about stuff and I bring my honest opinion and allow myself to be wrong. We have a conversation and sometimes I change my mind. Do you know what I mean? Not about driving home for Christmas, but in general I do. Uh, and then, so I guess what would I take into 2021? You're <laughs> wrong, I, by the way. Well, I'm not. What would I take into 2021? 115 miles. Boom. I would. I genuinely, I, 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 you know, I think really do, you know, again, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but uh, <laughs> I think, I really think we've got something special. I do. Um, and I think 2021 can be a big year for, for, for this podcast. You just did know I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, but uh, I'm just going to blow my own trumpet. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why I went, <laughs> that's why I blew it. I think, I think we should get better at blowing our own trumpets. Uh, so, Reasons to be cheerful, Hass. You haven't got one, have you? No, I did. And it was going to be this podcast, but because you've just blown your own trumpet. <laughs> um, uh, do you know what? I'm going to say uh, reasons to be cheerful. Being vulnerable. Yeah. Shit title. Go it's on. quite a good title, actually. Or just oh, vulnerability. Well, listen, let's just hope you've got Vigorous really vulnerability now. would have been better than that or something like that. That's what you normally do. Um but serious note for a second, Josh, give me some space. No, um, like I think uh, particularly for um, uh, for me, I found being vulnerable in an open kind of space, in an open forum, something, you know, I've talked about being very challenging for me and very kind of private guard, but also had this kind of fear of like, you know, the impact on my professional um character and persona but i realized that actually it's made me better at everything i do um uh this year in terms of the work in terms of being a, a father being a, a partner and a mate and all that sort of stuff just being able to have open conversations and be really comfortable to um to say when you don't know something or to put out an opinion that maybe you've held for close circles um and and understanding that not everyone's going to agree with you all the time um but but I think that's been something that I've really cherished. I'm really, really, you know, thankful for this year, this week, uh, and going into 2021. Yeah, I, I think it's massive. And I think that podcast, this podcast has been huge for us for that. I, you know, when, if you were to listen back to the first episodes now, we were very tense and it was very like, let's choose our words carefully and be, whereas now I feel when I come on here, I think, you know what, I, I trust in myself to, to know I can throw out an opinion and somebody can call me out on it. And if they're right, I'll change it. Mm. And I think that's real, you know, that's, you need vulnerability to be able to do that. So, you know, certainly myself, it's been a massive learning curve for me, particularly when I look back right at the beginning and I had that moment where I was, I got dug out online and it was like, I was trying, I was really desperately trying to be something for everyone. And I'm so much more comfortable now in being like, you know what, this is who I am. I'm, you know, I'm changing and evolving all the time as well. So, yeah. Uh, Let me ask you, um, um, how are you dealing with the vulnerability of losing three nil uh, in your local uh, Derby. Look, I think you tried to bring this up earlier. No, I did, and you right? skipped past it, so I'm yeah, bringing it skip. back in. Yeah. Um, I tell you, actually, I'll be serious. so they that they've done the double over us this this season, the Pusey uh, in in the Derby. They spanked us in the first game at the beginning of the season, and we were awful. We fell apart and we capitulated. What was the it, score? Five uh, nil. Oh, okay. We're having That's a difficult tough. season this season. Yeah. Uh, and then in the second game, they beat they beat us three nil. Um, eight we're, nil in. We're yeah. We're, <laughs> we're struggling up front. Uh, and we played really. But well. you've got you've got the back line sorted, have you? We played. You're really a defender, well. right? We played really well Saturday. Uh, we played except really for well. the three goals. Except for the three goals, yeah, yeah. And I don't mind coming off a football pitch. See, I thought I was the king of the reframe, but but you're able to reframe a eight eight goals <laughs> to nil as a defender. Why don't you? F <laughs> no wonder people pay you for the feeling positive. Come and make us feel positive about how shit the life is. No, sorry, carry on. Uh, I'm messing with your vulnerability here. No, yeah. I, um, listen, 
we played. I don't mind coming off a football pitch knowing that uh, my, my my team, say my team, I'm not even the captain, uh, knowing that the lads have put it all in and we put it all in and, and left it on the pitch. Probably in a similar way to what Liverpool did when they nearly got can't, beat 1-0 by Fulham. It. Yeah, can't you, do it. Yeah, they one all with Fulham. They didn't. You Fulham. Beat Jamie Carragher was like, "Am eh, beginning of the season? Eh, they're going down, Fulham. Oh, I've never been so sure. I, I, I let me. I'm going to throw this out there. I can't stand him. Yeah, I know. All right, but unless, this is really unless I ever cheerful. meet him, I'll be, unless is, I ever meet him, I'll be like, "Oh, Jamie, yeah, yeah. hi, Jamie. I think you're great on Sky Sports. You're better than Gary Neville. I, I <laughs> Why would like, you talk like that? I quite like Gary Neville. Yeah, I do too." I quite like them, both of them, but let's hear your reasons to be cheerful with the amazing title. Let's start with the title. Okay. The, the, <laughs> the, the, title, <laughs> the title is, uh, I haven't got one, have I? Oh, I see. The title is um, um, The Return of Community. I thought you can say The Return of the Mac. Um, okay, Return of Community. Once again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Watch my flow. <laughs> See, you do know lyrics. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if that was the lyric, though. <laughs> um, yes, Return of Community. Our street, we talked about the VE Day party that we had. Our street have done the um, calendar this year. So we've got a school at the end of my street. It's about four doors along from me. Uh, infant school, junior school, primary school. Uh, and so every house down our street was allocated a number. So a couple of houses have got to the same number. And on that number, on that day, you decorate your window in an advent style, advent calendar style thing. Yeah. So we were number 10, whatever number you got, uh, you decorated your window and the kids come out of school and they get to go and look for the, the house. Um, I, on a, we were number 10, so we decorated a window, but I also dressed up as Santa. I sent you the picture tonight. Yeah. And I sat on the roof with a bow. Very good, mate with a bow and all the kids come out and it was brilliant. It was born out of, you know, I didn't think the kids would get to see Santa and I didn't, it wasn't like a, I didn't do it. It wasn't like a, to do a piece of content, you know, it wasn't like, and I didn't, you know, I didn't put it on my socials or anything like that. The reason I highlight that is because it wasn't just a look what I'm doing type of thing. And and it was amazing, mate. The kids loved it. The, my kids loved it. They've, it was brilliant. All the kids coming out and, and, and it was amazing. They're going to expect it every year now, Josh. And you do know that, don't you, mate? I, I do. Yeah, I do. And I think we will do it every year. Well, I'll do it every year now. I mean, yeah, it was this good. year because I thought they wouldn't get to see Santa. So I thought it'd be really good. And the reason I sat on the roof was because of social distancing. Uh, so it just made sense. Um, I think it added to it. I think it added it to it. It did, the- yeah. But that's what, my, that's what my wife said. So uh, look, the, <laughs> the local paper rang my wife yesterday. <laughs> No, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I was I was I was disappointed that you didn't show up in the in, in the full Santa gear today, if I'm honest. Oh right. So uh Josh, I can't be bothered to get a Christmas jumper. I haven't got yeah. time to get a Christmas yeah. jumper. You want me yeah. to yeah. I but was gonna it. turn up just to Santa, mate. I was gonna do it. And then you rang me, giving it large ones about not having any time. Cause you were stuck on the oil rig trying to get home for Christmas. <laughs> Isn't that a brilliant story? I might write a story about it. One yeah. Day. Stick to the day job, mate. Stick to Mavericks Unlimited. I don't uh, somehow, it. I don't think I come across as an oil rig worker, really, do I? <laughs> Why not, mate? In Ireland, I always used to get a lot of um, grief from like brother, brothers-in-law and stuff because I got soft hands, city boy hands. Oh, yeah, pillow hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I got called by my whole family when I moved into uh, working in the office Coaching. from the from the factory. Yeah, <laughs> Mate, are yeah. you just quickly, are you seeing, are you seeing Joey? Over Christmas, or Joey Biden. What do you call him? What do you call him in your family? Your great uncle Joe Biden. Just Uncle Joe. Just Uncle Joe. Are yeah. you seeing him? Are you flying over during the three-day window that you've got? Uh, no, we're we're. Um, I'm worried about the backlash from the media, so I'm just gonna stay indoors and not do anything like that. You know, just in case there's a backlash. Yeah, yeah. Trump would be all over it. Yeah, you're Rigged. flat, mate. Rigged. Who, uh, uh, what are you doing? Rigged. He won't be able to afford the rent anymore, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Here's your new flatmate. You're gonna get Bojo in. And yeah. now, I tell you who needs a new home, Dominic Cummins. So uh have him <laughs> yeah. in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get him in. Yeah, I'll get him in. Uh he can come and live with me. Mate, this has been brilliant. Good episode. Christmas special done. I look forward to a massive 2021 with 115 miles. Uh it's been an absolute absolute absolute. <laughs> you did a bit of Sean Connery, just what? you know, just you tipped your hat to Sean Connery there as Let's well. Go down to the canal and maybe smoke some weed to play some golf. 
Uh, it's it didn't been, become Dutch. He has become, yeah, that's uh, my. Uh, who's the Who's the other Liverpool manager who talks like that? Let's go down to like now. Maybe smoke some weed, play some golf. Anyway, Liverpool. Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> uh, anyway, listen. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to 2021. We'll be back in the I don't know when it is, first or second week of January, right? Yep, yep. And we'll see everybody then. Anything to add, Hass? Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy national holiday <laughs> that uh, we all get uh, imposed on us. Um, no, I'm only kidding. Uh, no, it's <laughs> been absolutely fantastic and look forward to 2021. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kai. Oh,